there was no consultation at all. We found out by default when we saw the all the fancy politicians' vehicles outside the house, and uh, that's when we decided to walk up to the house, to the uh, members and ask them what's going on. Hmm. What are your dissatisfaction or perhaps concerns about the relocation of the forty-seven families to Reservoir Hills? Yes. So let me just say in the beginning that our concern is very much the concern of the MEC as well as the um, uh, DG of housing, etc. That is to get these people housed in dignified manner as soon as possible and as quickly as possible. So on that basis, I think our concern largely would be, is this house that's in a residential plot in a residential area suitable for 47 families or 47 people? The answer is a resounding no. Uh, the infrastructure cannot handle it. The little road that leads up to the house cannot handle it. Uh, and that's where we stand on it. And let's leave aside the fact that we are not consulted in any way. The landlord has uh, not informed the neighbors or anything. And the past history is very easy. Uh, we had initially 110 to 112 students living in this house under squalid conditions. We had uh, sewer backing up at least two houses on either side of this house for weeks. We raised the concerns with the university, who were the uh, people who placed the students there, and they brought it down to the number of 40, 40. Hmm. Uh, That was manageable, but we still had sewer problems. We still do have sewer problems with actual raw sewage uh, blocking up the uh, two houses on either side of the uh, house in question. Hmm. So we have raised these issues in a dignified, solid manner. Uh, we hope that they appreciate and understand, and we have raised this with the embassy as well, that we have no concern with whoever moving into our area. We live in a democratic uh, South African society, and uh, we embrace all people of all. And we have, we, we had uh, people, you know, one colored family, one black, uh, two or three black families there with the same concerns, sharing our concerns that, uh, uh, that we have. So we do not have any problem with them. We would like them to be housed in a dignified manner, in a suitable situation. We do understand, sir, that this is uh, temporary. But um, given the track record of government, temporary soon turns into uh, uh, permanent. Mm -hmm. So let me just understand this. So this is one house. It's not a big plot where a number of families can stay. Is that what you're suggesting? I'm saying that uh, the house has been used for student accommodation in the past. Mm -hmm. It is one plot to affirm that it is one single plot in a residential area. Previously, before it was sold, it was housing a family of five. The uh, person who purchased the house and made it into student accommodation did do extensions, and he doesn't have rooms, as you and I would imagine, a lovely fancy room, bedroom with our double or double or triple bed, I mean, a king-size bed in it. He has cubicles, not rooms. He's got cubicles to take maybe one or two students. That's the first concern. The second concern, sir, is there seems to be a difference of opinion. On the document in the press release that the um, MEC has put out, it says 47 families. On radio, they've gone on record and saying there's 47 families being housed temporarily at Truro Hall in Westville. Then when we raise the issue, they say, no, that's an error. It's 47 people. So if we stay with the first, if you take 47 families times an average of uh, four or five people, that's in approximately 250 people mm-hmm. living in a house in a residential area. It's not a big lodge or hotel or a motel by any stretch of the imagination. It's a simple three-bedroom house with an extension in the back with cubicles being made, etc. Mm. So 
this is a very real concern we have. We have concern about crime escalating. We have concerns about um, the noise factor, the noise pollution. Uh, those are things that we yes. would like to address. The MEC has promised us that they'd like to come and have a meeting with us, in which case they'll bring engineers along. So we are hopeful that something will take place, and it will take place not only in a dignified manner, but in a two-way, a respectful manner, where they understand and appreciate where we are from. Don't mm. paint it or point it into a racial thing, because it isn't that. It's never been about race. We are the first people of Reservoir Hills is probably inundated with at least 12 or 15 squatter camps, little squatter camps. It's got a very high concentration of tiny squatter camps. We are the first people to pull together our bread and our milk and everything else when there's fires that break out, floods that break out, to assist these poor indigenous families mm-hmm. living in squatter camps. Yes. Now, so, Mr. Vardia, we understand that the Reservoir Hills have been talking about possibly boycotting this relocation. And, and what are the alternatives, perhaps, for these 47 families? Okay, so if there has been talk of boycott, it's merely been talk of uh, from one or two of the heated residents about boycotting rates. Uh, you know, we don't take to the streets and burn and, and uh, infrastructure and so on. That is not our way. Our way is to engage all stakeholders, uh, and we do believe that we can hold our account, our politicians to account by doing it in a dignified manner via our ratepayers association, who raises the matter to the local ward councillor, and the ward councillor has to be able to give us uh, time is feedback, okay? That's that's what we're talking about. The boycott, maybe one or two heated uh, residents were just saying, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that. But uh, that is not the dignified way in a respectful de- democratic yes. South Africa. We will hold our politicians to account. And uh, on the next meeting, which has to be, uh, we are just awaiting a venue. And uh, we take it from there. Now, you attended uh, the briefing of the MEC as, as well as the Premier um, yesterday. What did they tell you about the accommodation where the flood, flood victims will be housed, uh, this particular house that we talked about, and, and what other alternatives have they suggested? Yes, very good. The, uh, they were kind enough to show us plans and pictures of uh, new accommodation that's at the bottom of uh, Primary Ridge, that's the Pemilton area, quite lower down that heads down to the Amgeni River. They're busy. They've got uh, the yellow uh, machinery all day. They're busy leveling the land. Uh, and they plan to build housing for these people. That's permanent housing for uh, all displaced flood victims. Now, we understand that uh, within the reality of things, this could take months or even years. I think they've plotted it at 18 months. Now, it could drag on for possibly two to three years, given the, uh, maybe I would say, financial restraints of council, because council is putting up this land, uh, this housing, and we do have concerns as to how long this will take place and whether this residence that we're talking about from temporary doesn't evolve into permanent.